Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harridge here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. A lot to cover today. Going to cover it quickly. I will tell you some really interesting things happening in the market. This market looks very much like it's ready to go a whole lot higher. Uh, And uh, we've been covering these these, uh, underlying events here often. Uh, If you've been joining us here, and we've got some more important things to tell you today. Uh, first, we had the, the July jobs report today. Employment data was out. And uh, really, it was essentially a non-event. Uh, 1.76 million jobs were created in the private sector. That was a slight beat to estimates. But we had a solid beat on the jobless rate declining from t- estimates of 10.6%, came in at 10.2% unemployed. And that's a, a, a month-over-month beat. From June's 11.1% unemployed uh, to date, roughly 42% of all jobs lost have been recovered. Uh, we think that total is going to begin to increase quite a bit here. Uh, also, we believe these reports just really don't matter. Not, not at this point. This year, next, at this time, next year at this time, yes, but not now. And here's why. What we know from the data, the only thing that really matters at this point is that the worst is over that the U.S. economy is continuing to improve a whole lot faster than the majority of Wall Street economists and mainstream media talking heads want to admit. And, of course, you know, most of them have TDS, so they don't want to admit it anyway, but uh, it's happening. And we've got some great data on this. Covered some of this yesterday with you. Going to cover it again today. Just to show you how fast the U.S. economy is recovering, got some, some new data here as well. In just three weeks, Second quarter estimates for the S&P 500 have risen from 91 to 108. That's the sharpest increase on record. Again, that's in just three weeks. The GDP now estimates show a third quarter GDP, GDP increase of 20.3%. It's massive. Pensions are having their best returns in 22 years. The housing index is up 110% in just the last four months. Again, based on the VR investing system, everything that we, we know about economics, there is no more important leading economic indicator than housing. Uh, Trucking indexes showing their best reading since May of 2019, long before coronavirus insanity. And the uh, transportation index is on a complete tear, up a big 58% from those March lows. Matter of fact, uh, the transports today were up big. Today, transport index was up, uh, uh, what was the final quote here, up 2.37%. Again, it's been on a tear. We also saw the BKX, the bank index, up 3%. The rotation we've been talking about here continues. I'll cover that more in just a moment. But uh, this, is, uh, this is really why the markets have been rallying. The markets, as the, uh, the best discounting mechanism on the planet, the markets know, already knew that this is happening, that the U.S. economy as well as the global economy are performing a whole lot better than most believe is even possible. If you watch CNBC, uh, Bloomberg, CNN, MSNBC, it's just depression, depression, depression. Trump's got us in the worst economy ever. That's just not the truth of the matter. Right now, we had the wind at our back, and guess where else that, that's coming from? When this recovery is done, coronavirus is already dead. When this recovery is completely on track, guess what else it's going to have? The already $11 trillion in global QE and fiscal stimulus has already been thrown into the U.S. and global economy. So this is uh, really this is our, our market melt-up story, and it continues to play out each and every day, each and every week. Things are so much better 
than the mainstream media wants you to believe. All right, let's take a look today at the uh, markets themselves. Again, uh, Dow was down today sharply. Uh, NASDAQ was down sharply until the smart money hour. Dow Jones came charging back, finishing up on the day, uh, 46 points at 27,433. Uh, NASDAQ was down as much as 180 points today. It finished down, uh, what is that, 97 points at 11,010. Our leader on the day was the Russell 2000. Again, small caps are rallying. Again, the market is broadening. It's a very good sign. The R2K was up 1.6% today or 24 points. And we also had a slight gain of just two points in the S&P 500, closing at 33.51. Let's take a look under the hood today. Again, this is where the surprise came from. <clears throat> As you know, we track the internals very, very closely because they tell you, you know, they tell you if a market's healthy or not. They tell you what the foundation, what the structure of, of the move higher or lower is like. And it really gives you a good kind of a tip-off, uh, kind of a tell, if you will, to when a next decline is going to happen. And we just didn't see it today. Again, even with the NASDAQ, our market leader, down nine-tenths of one percent, look at these internals. Uh, NYSE, solidly positive, almost two-to-one advanced decline. Even the NASDAQ with, again, big losses today. NASDAQ had positives in advanced decline and had a slight positive and up-down volume as well. That is simply not the sign of a market that wants to go lower. What's most impressive to us is, again, 52-week highs to lows. Today, we had 239 stocks hitting new 52-week highs. Again, that's NYSE and NASDAQ combined to just 60, excuse me, to just, what is that? Uh, yeah, 16 hitting new 52-week lows. That's been the reading that tells us more than anything uh, that uh, with, with this many stocks every day hitting new 52-week highs and, and so few hitting new 52-week lows, Again, it's just a market that's broadening. And again, we saw that action today in the sectors. When the banks are up as big as they were today, again, the BKX today up over 3%. Transport's up over 2%. These are big gains. Uh, we know the housing index has been on the complete tears we covered a minute ago. Uh, you know, again, small caps leading the way. You know, you look at the sector watch today and you see more of the same. Financials today led the way. We had uh, 8 out of 11 S&P 500 sectors closed higher on the day, led by financials up more than 2% today, utilities up more than uh, 1.8% today, industrials, again, value stocks up 1.7%, real estate up 1.3%, and again, our loser on the day, technology. When the market can rally without technology leading, that's typically a very good sign. Again, sign of a market that's broadening and wants to keep going higher. All right, let's look at our commodity watch today. Gold took a bit of a breather today. It got slammed pretty good, about $40 an ounce before finishing down. $26 an ounce at $20.31 an ounce. Again, it's been a one hell of a move higher. We continue to believe that these pullbacks will be short-lived. Gold is as overbought. <clears throat> we wrote this to our clients today. Gold is as overbought as, as at any point it's been in years. We're talking about on all the momentum oscillators, uh, it's 20% above its 200-day moving average. And at the same time, the dollar has reached the most oversold levels in 40 years. It's just the mirror image of gold, overbought to oversold. So it's not at all uncommon. Matter of fact, we expected it. We expect the dollar to have a technical rally from here. We expect gold could be a little soft. But again, we think these, these, uh, these, these, these moves lower in gold and in the miners will be nothing more than shakeouts because 
parabolic moves higher are occurring in this group. The only way to buy this group is to buy the dips when they occur. We do not expect them to be long-term. We expect these dips to be very short-lived. Think about the semiconductors when they go on a tear. That's what's happening right now in mining stocks, and the dips should be bought. Even with the group that's overbought, even with the dollar, which, of course, affects uh, uh, commodities and uh, dollar-based commodities, uh, U.S. dollar-based commodities, uh, when, the, when the dollar rallies. There's some correlation there. It's not exactly as tight of a correlation as some would have you believe. But, yes, there is a correlation there of about 58% U.S. dollar to U.S. dollar-based commodities. Um, Silver, I knew I almost missed something there. Silver today was also down, but just a bit. Almost hit $30 an ounce overnight. It's been a long time, I think six years since that's happened. Silver today, uh, down just $0.22 an ounce at $28.17. Oil today, down $0.40 a barrel at $41.55. And Bitcoin today, off $247, trading at $11,506. Folks, as always... Thank you for listening. Please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Hope you had a great week, an even better weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.